time for us what's to a, here. What's a group of rabbit? Uh, I think it's a murder what's of a, rabbits. What's a... <laughs> it's a bunch. Uh, a, a group of bunnies is called a fluffle. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very nice. That's that Now that's sense. just fitting. It is. Group of bunnies. And these, these, these were not full-grown rabbits, although still very fast. So I'm going to say they were the fluffle. So he, the, the dogs broke up a fluffle. Yeah, they broke up a fluffle. But no one was injured in the, in the process. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to... Uh... It, it'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm going to be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the tracks. Who doesn't love the bounce castle? Hitler. Just prepare to... Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a wash and unbeatable goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is March 20th, 2022, and this is episode 582. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host, Joey Gafrida. The man behind the dials and former season ticket holder. This show, we're going to discuss a disappointing two-in-one week of basketball uh, with the games against Memphis, Houston, and Portland. Joining me this show are all three of our analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from the high school home of Jameson Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up? Undebeatable. It's good to have the whole gang back together. I'm excited. Uh, shout out, belated shout out to uh, my nephew Rowan, who celebrated his first birthday yesterday. Hmm. So shout, shout out. out. Shout out. Shout out. From, where are you at? Are you in Asheville still? I am. Asheville, North Carolina. He's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up? Undebeatables, what is up, Pacer Nation? Uh, quick shout out to all the fans that uh, said that I'm the best host in the history of the world last week. Um, I just want to let you know that that's not true. Uh, Joey's still the best host. So You were incorrect, fans. Oh, man, I guess I was impressed uh, that they used, they didn't use Twitter. They didn't use email, because <laughs> I would have seen these. Um, they didn't use Facebook. A lot of yeah, no, there's a lot of people just like coming yeah. out of like, uh, you know, uh, crowds, coming out of bushes, coming behind doors, patting me on the back, <laughs> patting me on the back and being like, okay, you yeah, I don't... were amazing. There was a lot of that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I guess, I don't know. I don't, I don't, if people come out of bushes, I just, I won't, I won't yeah. deal with it. Might need to so. check that Klonopin dosage, but. Hey, hey, look, look, it was my first hosting in uh, 580 episodes, and uh, the fans were excited. I'm not going to, you know, be mad at them for popping out of bushes and patting me on the back. (laughs) You do you, brother. And everybody is looking forward to episode 1160. When I get to it again. (laughs) 
And from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What is going on, fellas? It's March Madness time. Assuming mm, everyone's bracket is busted by now. Shout out. Oof, long busted. I'm actually doing all right. I didn't have Kentucky going very far. So. Nice. Because I'm Did you have St. Peter's? Uh, Kentucky mm-hmm. people. I did not pick St. Peter's, surprisingly. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, thanks thanks to uh, you, you two, uh, Colson and Harper, for uh, taking the reins last week. Uh, you did an admirable job. Um, you know, it, you know, it was your first time, Colson, doing this, and and uh, you know, it took you, you know, it was a, you know a little shaky start, but you picked it up. You, you figured out what's going on, and um, you know, you sang you sang your way out. So, and I, I think Harper, you joined in on some of that too. It's, I it's appreciate your greatness on a curve. It's very useful. <laughs> uh, we do have a way to support the show if you outside of coming out of bushes and patting me on the back (laughs) (laughs) i mean i think that's a given i mean i guess yeah let's start there that's i don't want to first thing first uh, thing you could do as as a fan of the show what's the second thing they could do joe and only for you hide only for you sean spicer style (laughs) jump out (laughs) and say great job so uh, I, I, I myself, I, I don't accept uh, praise that way, but Colson is apparently game. Uh, um, and if you want to do a different way, um, a less creepy, less scary way, you can head over to patreon.com slash undebeatables. And you can support our show with money for as little as a dollar per month. And uh, it won't creep me out quite so much. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, again, over at Patreon. Uh, there's a couple different tiers you can, you can support us at. Um, I think we may need to add a, uh, uh, a like a hedges tier. Uh, <laughs> it's no money, but uh, well, as I mentioned at the top of the show, it was a disappointing week of basketball here. Uh, we had games. Uh, the first one against Memphis. Um, they, they lose this one. I, they did a great job this game. They lose this one, one thirty-five, one hundred two. It was, it was. Uh, I mean, it was. This was not fun to watch if you're a, a Pacer fan that wants to to see them win this game. So it was great. Um, Malcolm Brogdon looking great with uh, twelve points. He knows he knows what the score is. Uh, Buddy Hield fourteen. Um, but Terry Taylor, like I don't. You know, it's getting 14 points off the bench, eight rebounds. Like, uh, trying a little too hard here. But uh, Lance is back, which is which is nice. Um, but we got house, which was which was great. Jaron Jackson Jr. pouring in 19 on us. Uh, Desmond Bain with 21, and uh, we took care of business out there. Uh, second game of the week, Friday, March 18th. Took on the Houston Rockets, and this one got away in the end. We won this one, 121 to 118. Uh, they, they they fell apart here. They end up scoring 38 in the fourth quarter. Um, 23 points from Goga. Goga was, like, pretty good all game. 23 points, nine rebounds. Um, shoot, was this the game? He was, like, three for three from the range. I don't know. 
He was bombing. He was uh, on the on the Houston side. Christian Wood was 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 legit. Thirty two points, uh, thirteen rebounds, but uh, he couldn't get enough done to get get the win for their for their franchise, who's uh, spinning in the toilet bowl as well. <laughs> and last game of the week. This was this afternoon, Sunday, March twentieth, and the. Portland Trailblazers bring some semblance of a team to Indiana and lose this one 98-129. Uh, boy, this game was never in question. O'Shea Brissett dropping 24. And uh, Justin Anderson getting a start and 18 points. So do you think because he's good. new that he didn't get the memo that we're taking? I mean... I, I got to say, and we'll get into it, but uh, Portland's a, a dumpster fire. They suck. They're terrible. Uh, but but Justin <laughs> Anderson, uh, what what the F are you doing, man? Stop playing so hard. We're trying to lose here. Yeah. I don't know. This is, it's disappointing. You know, like, you know, so listen to your show last week, the t- you know, the, the, this, you two did this. And you know you're going through all the you're going through the scenarios about about uh, you know here's the players that you know there's five ish players that are like make a huge difference you know and we got to get in range of that and there's some really there's some teams that are like really good at you know getting to the bottom of the bracket and we're just not there you know uh, we're we're just not gonna get there we're gonna be in the in the in the dead zone like no man's land. Where you get a, you know, ideally, you know, they're all draft picks, but you get a good player, uh, but not like a franchise changer. And like, you know, what are we going to do with that? Joey, if, if we keep doing this, it looks like we're going to get a fifth, sixth, seventh, or eighth seed, uh, or eight pick. Um, and uh, if we do that, um, it's not going to be good enough. And uh, this is devastating. This is a devastating week for, for Colson. Well, Portland knows this, and uh, yeah, they're way better at taking than we are. They're one of their last ten, including their loss to us, and have a total of twenty-six wins on the board. After winning our last Ugh. two, we have now won twenty-five. So we are in direct competition. With the Blazers, and also the Blazers are way better at losing. And also now we're tied with the Kings, who are also better at losing. This is getting really bad. Kings. Ah. You're talking about the the Sacramento win now Kings, right? Mm-hmm. This is going very poorly for us, Joe. Yeah, it is. You know, we can't keep this pace up and get where we need to be. I have a uh, uh, haiku about that, if you'd like. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to hear you uh, sum this week up into uh, a short amount of words. <laughs> so, so here's my. Uh, uh, haiku uh, life uh, champagne of poems corner my heart says to win my head says to lose so I cry to sleep in shoes <laughs> okay it's a bummer man yeah yeah just th- you throw yourself in bed with your shoes on to cry it's not good it's not good yeah. Is that five seven five? 
It also rhymes. It also rhymes with losing shoes. I've never done that before. It was exciting. I got excited. All right. All right. Well. It's still 575, you dick. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. I don't know if it was. <laughs> I got to check. I will say that one thing that the Pacers did to, uh, you know, per- perhaps help out with their losing is uh, shut down TJ Warren. I, I yes. Admittedly, he's played zero games for us this season, but now we know he's really not going to play any games for us this season. So, yeah, don't count on him to get you out of your shoes when you go to bed. That's right. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this as a Pacer fan. I mean, it's not great. Rumors honestly. are, um, you know, that he probably wasn't going to resign anyway but i'm you know worried about him as a nba player like yeah. the dude hasn't played for two whole seasons there's no way anybody pays him more than a minimum contract he's if a they sign him at all he's right? a fly yeah so uh i mean i'd like the guy i hope he gets a contract somewhere and gets a chance to play basketball again i know he loves it so uh, and as far as the, the Pacers go, yeah, I did not watch the uh, the Houston game, but that was a real that was a mwah, <laughs> chef's kiss from the Houston Rockets of how to do this thing, mm-hmm. like just they play amazing for three and a half quarters mm-hmm. and then just fall apart. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean they've been doing it. They've been doing it at a high, high level all year. So you know mm-hmm. the Pacers are still new at this. Yeah, so they're still trying to figure out how to do it. Experience counts in this league. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly oh no, they right. it, they they uh, crafted this thing beautifully down the stretch. Um, what incompetence to uh, lose this game! Congratulations, <laughs> Houston. Mm-hmm. Joey, did you see the highlight the um, the Lance uh, crazy assist that he had to O'Shea Brissett for a, a dunk in the Portland game today? No, no, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to see the ga- the Portland game. Uh, definitely look it up. Uh, so Pacers get a, a steal and then get, get on on the break. Uh, there's an outlet pass. Lance catches it on the, the wing, maybe say like wing three-pointer area. Catches it, immediately does a behind-the-back pass, like splitting two defenders to O'Shea Brissett, who then grabs it and does a reverse dunk to avoid getting blocked. And uh, Justin Anderson lost his mind. Yes, <laughs> he was right. He was trailing the play, and he lost his the, mind. Uh, it was amazing. We go find that right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be a top ten uh, ESPN highlight, probably not with the uh, March Madness going on, and we're two terrible yeah. teams. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago. I mean, I'm kind of okay with us winning basketball games. I guess uh, you know, I believe in karma. These guys have been, you know stifled all year not having fun like let them just have fun just let the kids have fun like that's how the game should be played absolutely they shouldn't go out there with an intention to to not play well or lose and i can't argue with that but how poorly we played against memphis without ja Morant on the floor Mm, was it was not very heartening right that was the sad yeah. thing. I mean, not that they don't have. I a, mean, there was a lot of sad things about this week, but not that they don't have a solid team, Memphis. They they are. They're a you know they're a top half in the West sort of playoff team. They've got some talent over there, but you'd hope without their best player that that, that we could give them a run for their money. And they uh, they took us to the woodshed early <laughs> mm-hmm. and locked the door. Um, and then 
you know, Houston, I mean, yeah, Christian Wood is probably the only name you're going to recognize on that. I guess Kevin Porter. Um, but just, you know, Portland sitting, Lillard and Nurkic, so, and Ingles. And basically, they're sitting all their starters. So they're serious about their yeah, losing. Yeah, there's no one you know on their team. No, they're very clear that they're going to lose, and they're not going to win another game this yeah. season. So that means we can't get to 26 wins. <laughs> because if we do, we're they're going to be uh, ahead of us in the lottery. We have to lose out. Which, which clearly we're not going to do, right? Um, for the reasons that, you know, Jason has outlined and that our organization seems mostly to believe in. We're not just going to shut down Halliburton and Heald at this point, right? We want him on the floor leading this team. We want him getting experience. We want him growing. And, you know, if we just throw in the towel and say no one's ever allowed to win again, that that, that could have bad consequences. Oh, I completely agree. But if you will look at... Uh... Halliburton uh, and Buddy Heald's numbers over the last three games, um, I feel like they both know that we're tanking. Like, look, they're still playing basketball. They're hitting good percentages, and they're actually sharing the basketball. But they're also not shooting that much. Like, I think they're kind of letting other guys, uh, you know, uh, live and die by what they're going to be able to do. And they're giving, they're encouraging these young guys to, to, to be the, the winners or losers of these games, which is great. Um, if you're on a, I, I feel like they've been with Sacramento and know how to, how to tank, which is, I'm not going to take this game over. I'm going to let these young guys try to win it. And over the last couple of games, we've won it. So they did. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you. I, we're not going to sit, our two best players. We're just going to let them continue to set up these young guys and let them play hard. Um, and that means I think we're going to beat the Kings uh, this Wednesday. And, and then we're going to probably win one more game, which puts us at what? 26, 27 wins, um, which is going to put us in the seventh uh, spot for um, the lottery, which is a real big problem. Because this is a four or five player draft, and um, we're not going to get. I mean, now now it's a lottery, so there's a chance we get thrown into the the top four. But um, this is our chance to only have a one year tank, and I don't think that um, you know I don't think that's going to happen, uh, or or the odds of that happening. Uh, changes as we continue to win, and I'm 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 devastated by this. I am. Yeah, I mean, so to assuage your uh, devastation, it, it we're gonna be in the lottery. We clinched not making the, even the play-in game uh, this week. If that makes you feel any better. <laughs> so, yeah, and I mean, and I mean, it's it's hard to consider it a problem to have like the best draft pick we've ever had. <laughs> like that's not that's not. A- problem well we've ever it may not be as since, good as you want since but it's what, not 91 or something yeah no it's been a long yeah, time exactly. since we've had a top seven pick i agree with you um and so that that's a start uh, i would say that also um there is a chance that uh because the lottery has changed um we we could end up in that in that top four uh because of the way that it's weighted now like if you're if we're in the WNBA, I think there's like a seventy five percent chance that you get the first or second pick if you're terrible, you know. Um, here now, the way they've changed, they weighted it. Um, you got fourteen percent chance if you're the worst 
team in the league. 14% chance if you're the second, third, and then it's 10, 9, 8, 7 sort of thing. So um, it's, it's not as easy as it used to be to get the first pick for tanking. I don't know if the strategy is necessarily to all-out tank, you know, Philadelphia process style to get multiple draft picks. Obviously, it's not that. And I don't fear that um, next year we're going to be watching this team win 20-some-odd games or something like that. Like, I I just think that resetting the, the um, uh, roster and the approach to the season and who knows there's going to be potentially lots of other moves in the off season like we have a, a long way to go to figure out what this team even looks like mm-hmm. for next year so i mean i'm not losing a lot of sleep like worrying or not whether or not we end up fifth or seventh in the yeah. you know odds you you and and I mean, bracket there. or whatever <laughs> well the fact that we're not actively tanking right now should assure you that we're not going to openly tank next year either right Right. That's not going to happen. I mean, that doesn't make us a playoff team next year, but we're not going to go out there and try like Philly to just lose every game night in night. We're just, we're not that organization. I agree. I mean, that's the whole point. We're not that franchise. So this is a once in a 20 year opportunity to get a top four pick. I mean, that's my point. We're not a team that's going to tank. We're going to be a team that competes. And so if we don't get that top four or five pick this year, um, I feel like it's a missed opportunity and we're going to continue to be mired in mediocrity um, for the rest of our lives. Yeah, I mean, sure, one could look at it that way. <laughs> the other way one could look at it. <laughs> you see why I'm losing sleep? I mean, I'm just like, good yeah, lord. Yeah, 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 but let me, let me try to make an argument against it because, you know, as as – Deeply as you have read all of the ringers and whatever, all of these draft prospects that say that there's only four game changer players in this draft or whatever, like nobody knows that it's all prognostication and you can go back and look at the, the history of the draft and it is littered with mistakes and uh, miscalculations of who is going to actually be a future hall of famer or even all-star or a bust or whatever, right? And so what I would recommend that you do, I guess, is sort of trust in, you know, this franchise has a a history of of being very, for the most part, judicious and good in the draft. We've definitely had some swings and misses, for sure. Every organization has. If there's a white guy on the board, we are taking (laughs) him. That's right. C.T.J. Leaf. And, you know, the, <laughs> but, you know, I, I like our chances, especially, you know, with that Cavs pick. So we get two in the top, you yeah. know, say 15 or something like that, 15, 16. Uh, additionally, we don't control the lottery balls, right? Like we can fixate upon where we land in the draft, but we could be the worst team in the league and not get the number one overall pick. I mean, these things happen, right? You can be number three and not be in the top four. You don't control right. the lottery balls. So you control what you can control, and then the rest is just opportunity, right? So fixating upon where you land is, is probably not a super good use of your time as an organization. You're much better off using that time to, you know, like, like Jason's saying, just, you know, um, evaluate talent. 
Scout, 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 scout. Right. That's all you should be doing. Right. And and and, and try to win and try to yeah. No, I get it, but uh, you know. What do I have to worry about? Because I don't run anything, so I just have to worry and, and uh, cry. You don't have shoes. to. There's actually now, an option um, where yeah. you don't do that. <laughs> do you cry into the but, shoes? But I would or like to while say about the, the shoes. <laughs> Both. No, Wait so I next go to bed in kid. my shoes. That's the whole point. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It was it was a metaphor for for being upset to the point where you don't even undress, Joey. Okay. Come on, leave me alone. You're not even. <laughs> not even doing self-care anymore <laughs> oh my goodness that's right that's right i'm just crying in my bed with my shoes on now um i would like to say uh that the the calves thing is definitely not something i can you should control, try some slippers right? though um, <laughs> um i am rooting for them to be um right above the lottery and uh get us as high a outside the lottery draft pick as we can control so I'd love to be 15 or 16 with them, um, and because uh, that's a that's a high pick. Yes. Um, for for you know we can get a you know a top seven and then a top. I mean, what does that matter? It's a four person draft. Nothing year. else that, matters. That's fine. <laughs> eh, eh, I mean, you know, they're still useful players. I'm just talking about game changers. I'm, I'm counterpointing you. Five and thirteen, Harper. We're just no talent. Okay, there. gotcha. And then it builds back up. But again. for some reason, mm. nobody wants to draft the talent. They're not even going to draft players seven, between five and thirteen. It's 20. just going to be sweet spot, sweet spot. It's going to be like a vacuum. It's all. It's just you know. Free for I feel like we've gotten a little off track here. I wanted. <laughs> I thought we were going to spend some time talking about the Memphis game. I want to talk more about that Memphis game. Oh. Mm. Oh. <laughs> or we can talk about the dunk, which Jason mentioned, uh, which I looked up, and I've never seen a player more shocked in my life. <laughs> I think, including like buzzer beaters and like that's excitement, you know. But Justin Anderson, you're right, he lost his mind. He's never seen anything like this. He is completely blown away by what had just happened. This is classic Lance and uh, Brissett with the the nice throwdown. Um, Beautiful work. Lancey pants to the sauce. There's also a Sykes dunk in this game. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. I'll have to watch that. I'll have to I, I was out I was out of the house at the time, so I need to <laughs> go. Was there a baby something. race? Uh you know That's a good question. It was a day I, game. Yeah, I, 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 I watched it. the halftime or part of the halftime to see if they would mm. I, I did not see it though. But I was okay. not in the building, so I Boo. Yeah, baby race network. Come on, Pace. We, we need to doing? renew our calls for a baby race network. And uh... that's right. Do you remember? So I feel like we've done a, a couple of, of, of things on this show. We've we've made a couple stands. Uh, one is that um, you know we needed to get uh, the Christmas Attic Tigers, um, you know, uh, a, a night at the mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. field house, which they did eventually. Um, we, we, we made a big stand about uh, getting a, a Bojan Bogdanovic t-shirt, which I don't think ever happened. No, but um, instead of doing then, it, they, they, uh, they did a, uh, agree to trade him completely. So, <laughs> yeah, Right, just, so they wouldn't have to deal with it. Too yeah, much yeah, paperwork. Yeah. Good on them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then, uh, but I think this should be, this should be our third thing. What, Which what's, what, what, what is the thing? Baby Race Network? 
Oh, baby, baby races. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, no, no. We we need we need we uh, baby races should be at every uh, early game, and even if you start at like five, we need baby races. Um, and I need special baby race passes. I need the whole thing. Um, I and also I think um, Joey's uh, kid is real close to baby age, uh, yeah. race uh, age, so we need to like make sure that one's yeah. scheduled. How, how's the, the training time. going? Um, I mean, he can't crawl. He can't roll over. But but we're getting we're getting close though. I mean, I sometimes mean, I just, that makes for a like, great. What do we race. got? Three months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Jason's kid, Ethan, would just run. I think that's against the Ethan rules. Ethan is ineligible. It's a small window. Mm. I know. To it seems participate like... in the baby. It is really a small yeah, window. I'm just saying we need to. You know, we need to create our stance now. It's time for Joey's kid to. to I'm get excited. Eligible. You know what? I like this idea, and I, and I like that this in, in this new age uh, that you know the the leagues are. are you know, with the you know they're they're, they're um, in bed with all the, the the gambling companies now. We can have some uh, we can have some really good stuff going on here. Um, well, I mean, please don't don't suggest that they're in bed with the babies. No, 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 because that's bed, just getting weird. In bed with the uh, the, the gambling companies <laughs> and the uh, and the professional leagues are they're doing business together. Uh, but I mean, think of all like the the sweet side bets you could get. What are they called? Prop bets? The weirdo like. Um, Baby Ray stuff, like how much drool <laughs> gets, you know, gets put down. Because my kid will just look like a snail went through there. It's, yeah, it's and everywhere. for some kids that's an advantage. For others, it's <laughs> just, a disadvantage. We can just push, push Waywin down on his own drool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was downhill, he would just slide the whole way. Uh, but I think we could, uh, we could probably make some money on that. I'm sure we could. Indeed. What about puppy races? Mm-hmm. Thinking about it. Yep. Mmm. It'd be good. All right. Well, no chances for baby races this week in Pacer Land. Uh, <clears throat> I think we got a good chance to um, get back on the the tank train and make Colson a little bit happier this week. Uh, Wednesday, March twenty third, the Pacers host the Sacramento Kings. That is a game that we are going to win. I hate to break it to you, but uh, Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy, mostly Tyrese Halliburton, but. <laughs> Probably also Buddy Heald. They're going to go bananas in that game. But that's okay. Because then we go on the road. We play at Memphis uh, Thursday. Second night of back-to-back. Uh, and then Saturday, travel north to Canada to play the Toronto Raptors. Uh, that's a Saturday night game. So uh, I'm... Uh, predicting a one and two week here for the Pacers. Uh, my my sweep predictions have not been going well, so I'm going to go with a two and one this week. See what that mm. does for us. Mm, interesting. Try a little yeah. reverse psychology on now, this. Now last week my <laughs> yeah last week my two and one prediction went well. Um, uh, we won against the two teams we should win against, and then just showed our belly against uh, Memphis. It was a really rough week uh, as a Pacer fan. Um, we either need to be losing all these games or be competitive, more competitive. I don't know what's going on. Um, so I'm going to say we're going to get swept. 0-3, screw the Kings. Uh, Sabonis goes for 30-17-7, and, and we lose. 
Well, I think, uh, I mean, luckily you guys left the one that I wanted, which is we're going to, we're going to win out this week. Hmm. Um, now that we're, now that we're Ugh. mathematically eliminated from even the play in game, uh, we're going to make a, like a, a strong time for a run. To make 11th. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to make a big push to get to, uh, I don't know, nowhere basically, but, uh, nearly out of the lottery. Right. Do we so want to get we, we want to get within spitting distance of the lottery, but we don't want to be there. Right. So, so okay. there's definitely going to be a, a, a Demonis Sabonis tribute video, right? I would assume mm. for his return to the Fieldhouse. Uh, do you think Jeremy Lamb or Justin Holiday get one as well? Oh, I think they throw it in the same. Oh, it's video. always just one video. They just throw yeah. a couple it's highlights. It's gonna be 95 seconds yeah, of Sabonis. So does Sabonis okay. and three of Justin. Yeah, and then like you call it like the two or three highlights that uh, Lamb had. The yeah, he'll be in the background of their shots like for the, sure. Man. Right. <laughs> I'll, just make, yeah, I'll just make sure it's only the the the, shot, the the highlights Sabonis had that Lamb was in the background. It's him waving from the club level after he had surgery on his knee. <laughs> I think Holiday will get some love. Uh, I think he'll get some. Uh, some solid sure. minutes on his uh, on the tribute video, because that dude was just a consummate professional. Yeah, and fans, if you're in the house, uh, go out there and, and cheer. Uh, give give a big round of applause for uh, definitely Sabonis. All those for guys. All those guys. Bit. Sabonis will be in the starting lineup. Like, give it up for him. Like, that guy gave his all. Yeah, yeah. he's so. a good dude. They did nothing mm-hmm. wrong. They poured their hearts out for us as Pacers. Um, they did more than have a cup of coffee with us, and uh, they'll always be remembered. So. Jeremy Lamb. Um, also, <laughs> no. Okay, I, I forgot he was on the team already. Um, but Justin Holiday, I feel like is 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 in the is in the uh, top forty five of the top twenty five of all time. Top forty five. Yeah, good for him. So shout out, shout out. So at that point of the list, it's it's not even liquid anymore it's like a gas at that point right it's probably plasma there yeah you like that huh <laughs> very, yeah i did you're a very clever human being Joey. thank you uh well yeah so we've got those games next week and um we got that we got to sweep this one this is what's gonna happen but until Thursday, you can hit us up on all the social medias. We're on Twitter. Colson, also, I loved your outro, and that was like, go look at the links. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I don't know where to find your your I know you know thing. Even though you leave it to us, it's it's there. You have like a whole. Oh, I, yeah. No. It's, I don't know. I for a while I thought you had it memorized, but like you actually have like it's just a, written down. You know, a link for me to look at. Yeah, you I, just I click the link it. that I've sent you before, but you know we can get into this later. But um, that's fine. I think I you did, did fine. fine. No, I you did you did according great. to all the Bush people. <laughs> that's right. All the Bush people loved it. <sighs> <laughs> Unless you're coming from the bushes, you can find us on Twitter at Undebeatables or Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables. 
Our website is theunbeatables.com. There's also a contact form there. You can use that to send us a message. And you can send us an email. Shout out at theunbeatables.com. And uh, you can pick up some uh, t-shirts on the website slash store. For the architect, Donnie Walsh, and our once and always Hall of Fame coach, Bobby Sickleinard. Turn out the lights, party's over. It's good stuff. Needs more whale. (laughs) More whale, for sure. I miss the whale. (laughs) Jason, can you give us a little bit of whale? It's a fleeting fleeting thing. You don't see whale. (laughs) Jill Jill lived in Boston her whole life, went whale watching every every year. Still hasn't seen a whale. They don't come very often. Never seen a whale. All right, fair enough. I'm definitely gonna clip it out and make it the, 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 the outro forever. Cause I've I've ran out of, I ran out of ideas like 200 episodes ago. Yeah, I know that's the fun part of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't know. <laughs> Turn out the lights, the party's over. Save it for the pot, buddy. Like, I, you know, like, what am I yeah, going to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're just burning yeah. through them. That's three. <laughs> <laughs> like, now we're almost to episode 600. Yeah. All right. right. That's just three more episodes we can't do now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. No, we'll just clip those out and put them in. Okay. Put them in post. Yeah. Sure. Fine. Fix it in post, as we always do. As you always do. <laughs>